Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. My name is Kale. I am incredibly influential. My name is Maxwell, and I am highly successful. Today is Saturday, October 28th. I hate that I had to look at that. I hate that I had to look at that. Yeah, are you um, losing track of the days? I am. I am. They all flow together, especially on weekends because I have a four-day weekend. It's great. Um, uh, yeah, let's just jump into it. Um, uh, wow. Five Nights at Freddy's. You saw it. I didn't see it. I said it was going to be bad. Was I correct? Well, I guess it, to me, it depends on how much you like Five Nights at Freddy's. I do not. Then you probably won't like this movie. I, I, from, from what I saw in the trailer and from what I've heard, I, the, the consensus is mostly that I was correct. Which is, most people are saying it wasn't funny and it wasn't scary. Um, and also the CGI looked like shit. Looked like shit. Dear God. It was awful. Really? Yeah, at least in the trailers. I've, and I imagine they'd be showing the good stuff in the trailers. I feel like I've seen really bad CGI this year. And this was not that. Uh, which ones jumped out at you? Like, examples of bad CGI? Um, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, The Flash, and Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah, that did come out this year, didn't it? Oh, no, I thought Love and Thunder was last year. It is last year. Um, okay. It's kind of fresh in my mind for what bad CGI... Yeah, Flash was really bad. Um, uh, shit, what else? Um, yeah, Love and Thunder was not great. Oh, Quantumania was shit. Quantumania was really shit. That came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the animatronics look like fucking awful to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's a very ridiculous movie. I... But I don't feel like it was fun bad. Like, like it's not like a really, like, like fun bad horror movie, you know? It's not like a Lake Placid or something. Well, you know? I guess that depends on who you ask. But for me, I did have fun watching the movie. I mean... I mean, some parts are genuinely so stupid but it it has a nice mix of stuff that isn't completely that in the movie that you know can keep you invested yeah uh i don't know it just it just doesn't feel it it the one the one thing that I would have done with this movie is like make fucking like just absolutely tear it to shreds like comedically, you know, just like, like, like lampshade the fuck out of it, you know? 
take the piss out of it because it's like hmm just sitting at a at a fucking desk wow that would be boring i can't imagine how they'd make an entire video game around that it wouldn't be very fun would it um and imagine if they did make a video game about it and the only reason it had any lore at all is because some guy overanalyzed a bunch of shit You know, and then that guy showed up in the movie as a waiter. Spoilers, by the way, but it was all over Twitter, so fuck you. It's not like it was a good movie anyway. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess the movie is, you know, it's a bit about that. It's a bit about being a security guard, sitting at this place and not doing anything. Because, yeah, because, uh. That that is part of the game. It's kind of that, kind of what you do. It, that's not part of the game. That's the whole game. <laughs> that is that is the entire game. You never you know get up and do anything. And then when they made a, a game, when they did actually like you know get up and do stuff, it was terrible. Genuinely, one of the worst games to have come out last year, or so I've heard. I have heard from a reputable source that it was the worst game to have come out last year. Right. So, yeah. Uh, genuinely, I, I don't understand why it was so big. Like I, like, I don't understand why people bought the game themselves and didn't just refund it. Right? Like, I understand that, like, it made a, it, it, it made a lot of money off of, like, streamers and shit, right? You know, Markiplier... Whoever the fuck else, you know, maybe maybe Jack Septic guy, you know, may, maybe those two. But like, I, I don't understand how the gameplay could have made the original a success. It's so boring. It's so boring. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Wow. Yes. Very, it's my, very it's insightful. My hot take of the evening. So insightful, bro. And also, doors being closed should not cause power or should not lose power. Yeah, it's fucking. Stupid. That's the some of the stuff they left out of this movie, or things like that. Those contrivances. No, they should have included that and then lampshaded it. Mm. That that would have been funny. I think it's okay that they didn't because that stuff is just stupid. But it's in the game, so, you know, we can acknowledge it exists, but also the fact that it doesn't have to be in a movie to make the story work. Like, did they? Um... Like, there's no need for a door that works off of electricity, or I guess the other example that pops to mind is... Um... There's something else that they do in the game. Oh, just like the Easter eggs, like the, you know how like the, you need to put numbers into a set of tiles to mm -hmm. make out a certain code and unlock something. So yeah. there was none of that in the movie, which is nice. It's a little more straightforward. Yeah. However, counterpoint. 
they've basically already made a uh, a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and it had Nicolas fucking Cage in it. Okay, there's no no reason. To, they're, they're, we're done. It's done. It's over. It's done. Like you can't beat that. Like I, I've I've seen that movie. It was great. Like, come on, man. I for, I'm forgetting the fucking name off the top of my head, but it was really good. Fuck, what was it? What was it? God damn it. Oh, he's losing it. I'm losing it! Wasn't the Flash. Wasn't Pig. Willy's Wonderland! Willy's fucking Wonderland! It was great. It was amazing. Like, how do you make a film... What, what, let me let me see when that came out. Good I think question. it was 21. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> How do you make a film two years after Willy's Wonderland and like completely fuck it up? Like, like you've got the blueprint right there. I guess it was super good. I guess it's a good question because I don't know what Willy Wonderland is, so I would have so, nothing to base off of. Here, here's the main thing that makes it work. Nicolas Cage doesn't fucking talk, just like the main character from fucking FNAF. Doesn't say in a, in a does not say a word in the entire fucking film, right? We need to watch Willy's Wonderland as a fucking uh, uh, commentary. It's fucking good. I don't know. It's really. I don't funny. know how like not saying anything makes it better. I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, the like, I don't know the stuff that this man says. In the movie, it's, the, it's terrible. It, it's, I mean, it's not clever or anything, but I don't like. I don't think that's like it's a it's a it's a it's a critique that you can make, but I I don't think it like detracts from the I guess overall message of the movie. Well, what I because it's well, not what I'm saying... it's not trying to be very complicated. It's just this movie with you know robots possessed by murdered children, and this is a good time if you're into that. Which most of the Five Nights at Freddy's people are, and the people who are not. <laughs> totally understandable they're they're not going to be interested and so yeah I think i'm not people... into five nights at freddy's yeah but willie's wonderland really grabbed me because it was you know it was that premise done correctly yeah and i like this... josh hutcherson i like josh hutcherson i'll say it um there is no way that josh hutcherson could outact Nicolas Cage even if he doesn't even open his fucking mouth. Nicolas Cage outacts Josh, Josh Hutcherson under the table in seconds, you know? There's there's more acting in one second of Nicolas Cage uh, with his mouth completely shut than four Hunger Games movies, okay? Nicolas Cage is God's gift to acting. He is he is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is both the greatest and worst actor, which also makes him the greatest actor of all time. I 
I I I am sad that in all likelihood I will never meet Nicolas Cage because he's just he's incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. Like yeah, my I think my favorite film of what was it? 2021. Not Willy's Wonderland by the way, but it was another Nicolas Cage film. Uh it was Pig. It was really good. That was like that was yeah. It it was amazing. And uh he did a really good job in that. And he should have it should have won the uh best picture, honestly. Honestly. It was it was fucking robbed that it didn't get like any um like anything. And it's Nicolas Cage's favorite film too. So it's like Ever. Yeah. It's his favorite film that he's ever been in. So it's like, you know, come on. But like nothing. No Academy Awards. Uh no anything. Right? You know what? You know what? It, it didn't even win the uh the Razzie Redeemer Award. You know? D- didn't even didn't even win. Right? Cuz um uh, cause it was Jamie Dornan, uh, Will Smith and Nicolas Cage and Will Smith won, which is pretty fucking funny considering what Will Smith did at the awards show for, for that year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not, 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 not great. Not his best not, look. No, especially for someone who, according to her, has been separated from him since 2016. That's that's just sad, honestly. That was that was just sad, right? Like, like, come on, man. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like, man, why why would why would he ruin his reputation for her? Why does does he have a humiliation fetish or something? That's like the only explanation I can think of. Yeah, well, I don't think either of them are in good standings. No, but Will, if Will had some fucking self-respect and would like speak out, I I think it's the Scientology. I'm going to be honest. I think it's the fucking Jada, Jada Pinkett is in her fucking Scientology shit. And they have Will's balls in an envelope somewhere and uh, they won't give it back to him. And so like, if he uh, like comes out and like talks about it and talks about how shitty Jada is, they'll fucking destroy him. So uh, Will, buddy, my man, uh, like anonymously, like come forward, man. Help us, help us take down the church, and we'll help you out, my my man. Don't, don't, don't let them do this to you, dude. Mm-hmm. You, I used to have respect for you, man. Don't, don't, don't let the Church of Scientology keep your balls in an envelope somewhere, man. You can do it. I believe in you. But like, cause like, all he has to do is just be like. Yeah, the Church of Scientology is evil. Jada Jada's a fucking evil witch. Um and like get with Margot Robbie. Because it's clear that they, he and Margot Robbie have some fucking chemistry. 
So it's like maybe in you know movies. What? No, like have you seen them in like interviews and shit together and like on the red carpet and shit? It's like mm, mm, mm. I you know? It's like there's something there. And I, you know, I want them to be happy together. If I can't get with Margot Robbie, <laughs> I I want I want them to be happy together. But goddamn Will, what are you doing with your life, man? But yeah, anywho, go watch Willy's Wonderland, go watch Pig, go watch um What did what did he win his Razzie for? Cause the Razzie Redeemer Award, if you didn't know, is um if you do something really, really, really bad, um, you can, uh, like, if you do something really, really good, you can, um, uh, like, redeem yourself and you get the, the Razzie Redeemer Award. Um, so, uh, uh, nine-time Razzie nominee, Jesus Christ. Nice. Good lord. Man's on a roll. Man can't stop. <laughs> he really, yeah. Um, and Colin Farrell was 2004. He he was last year. Um, he was uh 2004 worst actor nominee, but in 2022, obviously he was in uh, Banshees of Inisherin, which is holy fucking shit, really good. Um. Did you? Nope. Uh, we talked did you about see the it? movie. No, I haven't seen it, but we talked about it because it was Oscar oh, nominated. Fun. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It won, oh, I loved it. It won one Oscar. It probably should have won more. Um, prob it. It uh yeah. It it tied with um. Everything everywhere all at once, uh, at the SAG Awards. Um, which is uh, the record for the most um, at the SAG Awards. And then at the uh, Academy Awards, yeah, it won. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Wait, yeah. did it win anything? Did it win anything? I forget. It's been so long. I forget the Oscars very quickly. All I remember is Everything Everywhere All at Once is the greatest movie of all time. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to hear about it. Uh, list of accolades. Oh, no wins. Nine nominations, no wins. Jesus Christ. Everybody loved everything everywhere all at once. Good Lord. It was a good fucking, it it was a good fucking movie. It was a good fucking movie. Go watch everything everywhere all at once. If you've seen it already, watch it again. If you've seen it again, watch it again. It's incredible. It's the best movie of the 2020s. And it will be. Hmm. Like, there is nothing anyone can do to convince me that that is not going to be the best movie of the year. What is your favorite movie from this year? Um, if you say Five Nights at Freddy's, I am going to stab you. I wasn't going to so. say that. Uh... Good. <laughs> I just I just want to make it clear. Uh, I don't I don't really yeah. know what's come out. That's like uh, my go-to would be Oppenheimer, and then try to scale 
try to measure other movies compared to that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is a good point, actually. Yeah. Uh, I haven't uh, seen... How about the Super Mario movie? No. Uh, I, Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. That is not... Uh, like, it's a movie that exists. But it is How about Murder Mystery 2? No. Uh, I am curious about seeing Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't. I am excited about that. I haven't had the chance to put aside three and a half hours to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I did. How about did, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves? That one is really fun. I do. Oh yeah, yeah that it was, that fun. was a, It's definitely up there, one of the better movies this year. But I'd still put Oppenheimer above it. I think, like. I still need to see Asteroid City. I still need to see Asteroid City. I like that. I... I like that one too. Those are those are definitely some of the heavy hitters from this year. Yeah, Asteroid City and um uh, shit. Uh, what was it? I want to see Blackberry. I heard that one was good. Oh yeah, that was. I'd say all of those can go in my top uh five of this year if you want to yeah you wanna i heard call it that i i hope i hope i hope and i pray and i beg and i and i plead that um what's his name uh glenn fuck what what is his last name god damn it it's it's I don't understand. I get I get to this point and I like I, whenever I get on this podcast I cannot remember names ever. It's terrible. It's funny. Um but yeah, Glenn motherfucker. Mother son of a fucking bi- Glenn Howerton. Mm. Um I hope he gets a fucking Oscar nomination for that, honestly. For his role in what? For Blackberry. Oh yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if it's nomination worthy, but it's very fun. It's very well portrayed, portrayed. I just, I like his. I, I think it's a good performance from what I've seen. You haven't, but you haven't seen the whole. You know, seen I the whole know, movie. and I, and I, and I need to, and I'm very upset that I haven't. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, what else? What else was there? Um, oh, John Wick 4 is a good choice for best film of the year, honestly. Oh, really? I really like John Wick 4. Creed 3 is also a good choice for that. I missed the chance of seeing that. Oh, man. Man, it's... It's good. It's really good. It's not as good as Creed 1. Right. Because I I did see that movie. Yeah, Kugels Kugels did a great job in in Creed One, but um, such a sad movie too. Oh, I mean, maybe maybe I'm just very fixed on like the idea of losing one of your senses permanently. It sounds very awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that sub 
it's not even like a part of the main plot but that is really yeah it, it's fucked up yeah and they deal more with that in creed 3 and it's it's yeah i i've really liked that subplot it was like it's been present in all of them and it's and it's like and they like keep talking about it and i, I really enjoyed it obviously creed 2 was was not as great still like a 7 out of 10 but like creed Creed 3 was at least an 8.5. It was great. I I think Michael B. Jordan is is he's got a big future in uh directing, honestly. How did you feel about Dial of Destiny? I put it in the middle. I'm I'm not going to give it um I'm not gonna give it anything too much. I would put but, that movie in the middle. If there was like a movie I could put in the middle, it this is the movie. This is the type of movie. It perfectly. All right. What about Shazam Two? Did not see that fucking movie. <laughs> I kind of want to make it. you watch it. No. I kind of want to make you Why watch would it. You do that? I think that would be hilarious you're, because you're it would be friend. hilarious. You don't understand. That would be the funniest shit. I think ever. I do. I think I've like I've seen maybe five minutes of that movie, and it was some of the like worst, most unfollowable stuff I could I could have seen. I was like, I don't, I don't. I'm very glad I I didn't start from the beginning of this movie. That's why it. I need to make you watch it. It's so funny. <laughs> No, it's so funny and so good. No, I and I think I hilarious. I like no, no. I have no interest in any of the other kids. I have no interest in the villains. I could not care less. All right, what about um? How about how about the horror movies? Have you seen any other horror movies this year, or, or was it just? Um... Well, you mean like Megan? <laughs> Mithrigan, you mean? Mithrigan. <laughs> <laughs> or the exorcist believer yeah nope didn't see those uh what about evil dead rise i heard that one was good didn't see that one either but um i also heard similar things um i think the nun and the nun too have both been terrible oh will winnie the pooh and uh, uh with the blood and the honey and the and the and the and the Honey in the Blood. Did that yeah, already that come one out? Was bad. That ar- yes, that came out this year. Wow. Scream Six came out this year. I I have no idea why they didn't release it in fucking October. What are you fucking stupid? Um. Oh, and Last Voyage of the Demeter, which was what boring. you saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so d- it, it never could have li- lived up to my expectations. But like, come on, man. There's just like, come on. There's man. so many movies that came out this year, like the fucking Tetris movie. Every video game is that a movie came out, out this, this year? year. Yeah. Really? Shit. 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 I completely forgot about that. Fuck. <laughs> they made a movie about Tetris. I yeah. I heard that one was good, actually. Yeah, yeah. I oh, just... the boogeyman! The boogeyman came out this year. Did you see that? No. 
What about Peter Pan and Wendy? Nope. Didn't see that. What about 65 with Adam Driver? No. This is just a lot. just so much. I wonder, like, how do these any of these movies make their money back? They just don't. Who's they going? Don't. Who's turning out in droves to go to the theaters and see these movies? Like, honestly, even Elemental just kind of fell by the wayside. It fell by the wayside, but it made a fucking billion dollars. So somebody went inside. Well, I don't know who. Good for those people, I guess. Um, what about Renfield? <laughs> Did you go see Renfield? No. Didn't see these. I nothing. saw it. And how, um, what do you think? It was okay. I like Nicholas Holt. I think he's a good performer. And I fucking love Nicholas Cage. I wish they would have done more with him. It should have been it should have been called Dracula and been about Nicolas Cage as Dracula. I would have watched the fuck out of that. Right. Um Yeah, I don't know. I I I'll have to crystallize my thoughts later, but yeah, I mean there was not a lot of like there's not a lot of I guess like like all time greats, you know, like there's there's not really been a lot of movies this year that I'll add to my like must watch list, you know? Yeah, I would say the ones we started with. Uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. In- Mo- mostly just Oppenheimer, honestly. Well you were you talked about some other movies too. You said Dungeons and Dragons, which I, I would recommend to anyone. To yeah, see. I just wouldn't. I don't know if I'd put it in my like, um, like if I had a kid, there's like a list of movies that the that you have to show your kid, right? And um, Oppenheimer is on that I list. Take your kids to go see Oppenheimer. Did you hear that? Yes, everyone? the titty movie. Yes, go watch the titty movie. Oh, what about Gran Turismo, based on a true story? You mean when the the one where the guy becomes a where race the guy car pukes driver? on his lawn? Oh, <laughs> you just puked on my lawn! Oh my god, I just uh, there was a period on um, what is it? Uh, I forget the name of the subreddit. I think it's like Movie Circle Jerk, and there was a period where it was nothing but jokes about fucking Gran Turismo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was so good. So fucking good. Better than anything they could have done with that movie, honestly. But, ugh, fuck. Fuck. Oh, that was good. That was a a good-ass fucking meme, period. This Blackberry movie has really high score on Rotten Tomatoes. What Of course it does. It's good. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I'm like, damn, they really like ate this shit up. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's like some of the most fun I've had in the theater watching this movie. Yeah. It's just, it's a, uh, you didn't fucking see it. Damn it. I need to, I, I, I will. 
Okay. I I I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I yeah. Uh, we we will we will do it. All right then. I'm hold. I'm I'm holding you accountable. Uh, counterpoint though, I think we may have some 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 news here, breaking news that we're just now hearing. The news is breaking. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Matthew Perry of Friends fame has uh passed away today in an apparent drowning. And that sucks. Shit. Man. That is a fucking bummer. Man. Ah. Uh, do you want do you want to say a few words before we like, you know, go to the I feel kind of bad going to the ad break after that, but like, do you want to do you want to say a few words? Sorry, can you repeat that? Matt Matthew Perry from Friends. Passed away. Just like now? Today. Today? Yeah. In in the last, like, it was confirmed in the last hour. Damn. I mean, he... Wow. That's yeah. fucking sad. Yeah. I, yeah... Damn, that's 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 fucking terrible, man. Because he was a really good actor. He was he was he was awesome. Friends would not nearly have been the same without him. You know, like he he was always my favorite off of Friends. He was he was hilarious then. Um, and you know he was in he was in Fallout New Vegas, which which you know yeah, ring a ding. Ring a ding ding, yeah, Benny. Damn that! I will never be able to play that game again. Oh man, man, that sucks. That fucking sucks, man. Rest in peace, man. Truly. Rest in peace. Yeah. I I were you ever big on on Friends? Hey, yeah, man. I watched all nine seasons. I got I got pretty I got past the point where Rachel where Rachel and Ross were like they they were on a break and then I I think it was like half a season three quarters of a season past that and it was like yeah I don't know it was a good show it was a really good show and I'm really sad about that that sucks that fucking blows man rest in peace Matthew Perry and I, I feel scummy about this, but we have to go to the ad break. We have contractual obligations, so we'll we'll go do that and we'll we'll come right back. But damn, that sucks. Hopefully we'll have some lighter topics after that, but man, yeah. that's awful. But yeah, we'll we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Liquid IV, the number one powdered hydration brand in America. We've been partnered with them all summer, and I've been using it to beat the heat through some of these particularly nasty heat waves. While it was scorching hot outside, I was staying cool and refreshed with Liquid IV and their 12 delicious flavors. 
One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you twice as fast and far more efficiently than water alone, and it also contains five essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks without any GMOs, gluten, dairy, or soy. Liquid IV is also committed to equitable access to clean water worldwide, partnering with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions with communities that protect both their water and their futures, and donating 39 million servings in 50-plus countries around the world. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code IIHSPODCAST, all one word, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code IIHS Podcast. Again, all one word at liquidiv.com. Thank you again to Liquid IV for partnering with us. This episode has been generously sponsored by skunknuggetparenting.com, run by my own talented mother. Parenting is hard. Sometimes kids and parents are like night and day. It can be very hard to get on the same page with them, and a lot of parents have anxiety that maybe they're doing it all wrong. Luckily, there is a service out there that can help. Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions is a company that provides parent coaching services, resource referrals, and psychological profiling, along with 24-7 phone and text access in an all-virtual program. Plus, the first consultation is free. In order to get this amazing service, please visit skunknuggetparenting.com. That is skunknuggetparenting.com. Thank you to Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Thank you all for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, It is now, what is it, one day later? Uh, I I had a thought. I had a thought in in between episodes. Um... But actually, you know, I want to I want to ask something else first. I'll, I'll I'll leave that for later. I'll keep you I'll keep you hooked in. You got wow. to get later. I know it's 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 clickbait pretty much. It, you really awesome. baited us thinking yeah. you would share with us your idea right now. You got debated. You absolutely got debated. All right. I have a question for you. Um uh th- this is another thought I had. Um it's a would you rather question. Are you ready to go? Okay. Now you have to pick one of these, okay? Yeah, is this like the other game you had where you were like, which person from Weezer would you sleep with? And you have to pick one. <laughs> yes, kind of. <laughs> would you rather have <laughs> gay sex as a man or straight sex as a woman? Well, um, I guess straight sex as a woman. So you would, you would go, you would turn into a woman. You would become Maxine. Uh, I would think I would have a different name. That's less lazy than just changing my name to sound like a girl's name. But now why are you talking shit on Wizards of Waverly Place, man? Why are you talking shit? (laughs) <laughs> well, what, is that the one wrong? person you know named Maxine? It's the one person I know 
who had uh, one of the was a boy character. character. Yes, a, a male character turned into a girl. His name was Max, and then the girl version's name was Maxine. So, yeah. Why, right. why who, would, who would you be if you were a girl? What would your name become? Um, Kaylee. Like, <laughs> uh, gotcha. I mean, yeah, kind of. Kaylee, Kayla. It's, it is a little boring, though. It is a little would, boring. Well, it wouldn't be boring because you would spell your name K-A-E-L whatever, which is not how e. people spell Kaylee. Hyphen E. <laughs> That's what I... Hyphen capital E. It'd be like St- Wally. <laughs> um, uh, no, I think my female name would be fucking Kaylee. Jamaica. Your name would be Jamaica if you were yeah. a woman. Yeah. It'd be a cool name. Aruba, Jamaica. Oh, I want to take it. <laughs> All right, well, what would you pick? Uh, Gay sex was a man. But that right. should not come as a surprise. Good to know. That should not come as a surprise. I. Oh, yeah. Well, Do you yeah. care to explain why that's not a surprise? Uh, literally, if you've spoken to me for more than five minutes off of this podcast, one of the main things I say is, like, if somebody you, says... All you talk about is gay sex, man. Like, what is, is up with that? So, literally... <laughs> you're joking, but I'm not. So, <laughs> someone will say, like, oh, I'm so upset, and I'm like... Or, or like, someone will be like, um, oh, I'm so hungry, and I'm like, I'm gay, but you don't see me complaining. You know? That's, like, my catchphrase at this point. This doesn't make any sense. Why not? What? What? Which part of that doesn't make sense? I don't, you know, none of it. But whatever. What is? Yeah, what is I the just point say that beyond that? All the time. All the time. Anytime. Anytime I'm not on this podcast, there is even odds that you will hear that at least once every twenty minutes. It's it's it just happens at that point. Um Yeah, but yeah, I I'd fuck a man. There are well, there are multiple men who I have thought about fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I have a type. Let's I do. Talk. Lenny Kravitz. I I've said that multiple times on this show before. Lenny Kravitz is is one hundred percent, my man crush. I I would say man crush Monday. No, he's my man crush every day. A hundred percent. That man is gorgeous. Um. Simon Baker from from the Mentalist. He's he's great. I love him too. Um. I I love how he looks in his little like he he always dressed really well on the Mentalist. He would always. Walk around his little, his little, his little vest, his little jaunty little, little vest, his little like, it's like a suit, but it's not like super like, like fancy. It's, it's, it's like a, like a business casual, or it's not quite business casual, but it's not like you know black suit, black tie, that sort of thing. You know, it's, it's like blue, and and he'd have like the brown shoes. Yeah, he's very jaunty, very very hot, uh, wood. Absolutely would, hundred um, percent. Yeah, D- definitely awesome, those man. two. Yeah, 
I'm um yeah thought about it um mm-hmm. he's it, they're hot they're hot i have a type and they're both so the thing is they're both around five nine so i think i'm into short kings you know whoa <laughs> whoa 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 what you're gonna call five nine people short kings i am five nine Oh, you're five. I thought you were shorter. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Did you I, get taller? What, I've what all, happened? I was five nine at at boarding school. I stopped growing at thirteen. Okay. Oh, I was promised six one. Oh yeah, by who? Doctors, because I wear a. So I wear a size 13 because um, there's not a lot of um, 12 wides, but I have big-ass fucking feet. I have big-ass feet. I got that from my mom because my dad only wears 10 and a half, and he's like 5'8", and I'm taller yeah, than him. Yeah, damn. You've got size 12 feet, and you're 5'9". I That's know. Insane. I basically wear... What? <laughs> How do you... Oh, dang, you're like Krusty the Clown. Yeah, I or, I, basically, I guess Sideshow um, Bob. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched the first season of The Simpsons. I I mean, how do you not know who fucking Sideshow Bob is? Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Kelsey Grammer. Even though Kelsey Grammer is kind of a shitbag in real life. Uh Sideshow Bob is great. Did you know Frasier is getting a reunion? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of racist pieces of shit, um, do you want to hear my idea? My, yeah. My... Okay. Sure. Whatever whatever your idea is that has to do with racist pieces of shit and somehow okay. that being a tie-in for this so, this conversation. So are you familiar with, with um, Charles Lindbergh? Um, or I guess I should say Charles Lindbergh Sr.? No. Oh. So, so for those of you who don't know, Charles Lindbergh Sr. was a uh, uh, an aviator and a um, would-be politician. Kind of failed at that, um, but but you know he he tried. So Charles Lindbergh was also violently vir virulently racist but he was also the um the first solo transatlantic flight um and like the longest at the time by uh around 2000 miles so did some impressive shit violently racist like extremely fucking racist and also he had a few kids one of them was named charles Lindbergh jr and in ni- he was born not in 1930. Yes. And in, well, <laughs> you might not want to make fun of him. <laughs> um, and in 1932, uh, little Charles Jr. was abducted from the home and killed. Oh, in- well, yeah, there goes my short lived enjoyment of making fun of that. Wow. Yes. Uh, and, yikes. And, um, uh, one one person was uh, convicted on it, and uh, we aren't quite sure if they uh, 
if they got the right guy. But uh, yeah, it was one of the trials of the century. Um, be, obviously, people back in 1932 were like, yes, this is the trial of the century. Little did they know the real trial of the century was O.J. Simpson. But we don't talk about that. That's a, that's a story for another time. But considering that after Charles Lindbergh Jr.'s uh, disappearance and death, uh, Charles Lindbergh Sr. became a uh, uh, like an asshole who wanted to appease Hitler and even cooperate with him because he believed uh, uh, that Hitler was doing his best to, his words, quote, protect the white race, end quote. Uh, I think they killed the wrong Charles Lindbergh. I, I I think I think homeboy, whoever it was, people say it was a a German immigrant named Bruno he- uh, Hauptmann. Uh, I think Bruno probably should have killed the other the other Lindbergh. Honestly, gonna be honest, uh, we, the, the world might have been better without with one less Charles Lindbergh Senior. Let's let's be honest. With one less uh, Hitler sympath- sympathizer, uh, white supremacist asshole, I th- I think I think maybe killing a two year old is probably worse than killing a racist. I I describe this to you as as a as a hot take as like a spicy take. I don't think it's all that spicy. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I think it's. I think it's a pretty cold take to say killing a two-year-old is worse than killing a racist, you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, Bruno, you fucking idiot. You killed the wrong one. We might've gotten involved in world war two earlier and we might've, you know, ended the war sooner, but you had to be a dick, Charles, you fucking bastard. I spit on your grave. I spit on your grave. I don't know where your grave is, but I'm going to find it and spit on it because you're an asshole. Uh, cool that you say, uh, flew across the Atlantic by yourself, though. That is kind of cool. Nice. Speaking of people who flew places, uh, what do you think about... Where do you think Amelia Earhart is? Dead. No shit. Really? Wow. What could have led you to such a conclusion? Uh, maybe the like sixty years. It's more than sixty. Gone by. Maybe Maxwell. More. Maxwell, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. You're not gonna like it. 1963 was sixty years ago. <laughs> Amelia Earhart's been dead for a lot longer than that. Oh, well, there you go. Yes. Thanks for informing us. Yes. Uh, Earhart. It, it's about eighty years ago. Um. Yeah, and uh. Oh, so I was twenty years off, and you really got me. <laughs> I mean, considering all right, twenty years can I mean, be a long yeah, time. Yeah, I'm. St- I'm still wrong, right? But yes. I don't think it's that big of a, of a difference. I mean, like twenty years, she's still dead. Those, those twenty oh, 100% years. Dead, yeah. Okay, but where is she? Yes. I think. She's somewhere under the Atlantic or Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, yes, I meant Pacific. Pacific. Yep. Um, Unless she's moved, you know, because of like 
I don't know. <laughs> the move, the movement of the ocean, of of things in the ocean. Yeah. But probably not. Probably still right in this Pacific. So. Yeah, I I, they've never found her plane. That's right. So. They're they're still looking for it. Um, the guy who found the Titanic is still looking for it. Um, that's his next project. Yeah, I mean, he really likes looking for for uh, famous sh- uh, ships slash plane wrecks. You know, Mar- maritime archaeology. He likes finding. Yeah, because he found the Yorktown, uh, John F. Kennedy's PT one hundred nine, uh, and uh, the Bismarck, right, as well as the Titanic. So homeboy. Homeboy's, you know, he he's got a knack for finding famous shit, you know. But, uh, yeah, I I think looking for that tiny ass plane in the middle of the fucking ocean is like looking for a needle in the middle of the ocean. You know, you're never gonna fucking find it. We're never gonna fucking find it. Well, he's um, a believer. I'm sure he is, but there's no fucking chance. Do you know how big the fucking Pacific Ocean is? It's huge. And yeah, no, you you will never find it. Uh, yeah. But if he does find it, uh, he can 100% come on this podcast and tell me to suck his dick. Uh, and tell me I told you so. He can 100% do that if he does. I that that is a that is an invitation. Um, awesome. Yeah, uh, he, can, he can absolutely tell me that I'm a fucking idiot loser uh, who eats dog shit. I don't, you know, I will deserve it at that point. But there's no way. There's no way. It's too big. The ocean's too big. A plane is too small. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen... So, one of the main theories of what happened to her body is that it was eaten by coconut crabs. Have you ever seen a coconut crab? No. I'm going to show you a photo of this. And I and I want you to know that these things, they're, they're kind of horrifying. Because you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, oh, you know, that's not that bad. Until I tell you how big they are. Well, if you tell me that they can eat people, you already have me kind of terrified. Well, they, they didn't eat her living body, okay? Obviously, she was dead in a it, from the plane crash. But, but let me let me show you, let me show you a photo of this thing. These killer crabs, or not killer crabs? I guess not scavenger crabs. They're actually quite delicious. Yeah, um, I don't want to misrepresent these crabs. Yeah, they're assholes. What the fuck? Yeah. For reference, you sent me a picture of a garbage can, and the the crab is about the size of half the garbage can. Yeah, from one leg to the other, it's um about one meter. Uh, they weigh yeah. about nine pounds. Um, is it nine pounds or nine kilograms? I think it might be nine uh, kilograms. No, it's nine pounds. Okay. Uh, but yeah, still fucking huge. Also, delicious, apparently. 
from what I've heard. Um, Interesting. Yes. They are... Yeah, so mostly they eat, like, fruits, nuts, seeds, um, but they will... Uh, uh, they are, like, opportunistic scavengers, and they can just eat just about anything. Um, yeah, but they are... People believe that's what what ate Amelia Earhart. Yes. Um, and also, apparently, eating them can be poisonous, by the way. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. shit. That's, um, that's, that is terrifying, actually. <laughs> so, don't eat them. Don't get eaten by them. Yeah. Yeah. If you are going to eat them, I would, I would cook them thoroughly. And that is, yeah, that is absolutely fucking terrifying. Wow. Um, yeah. Sometimes I forget how fucking big they are until I see that photo with them on the garbage can. And it is just fucking horrifying. Fucking horrifying. Um, have you seen those giant isopods as well at the bottom of the ocean? No. Yeah. Well, the the coconut crab thing, that's scary because that motherfucker lives on dry land. That motherfucker lives on dry land, right? So they could get to you. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. You are you are under the pressure. Yes, they will they will hunt you down, and devour you. Um. Oops, I almost just sent that to someone else. That would have been. That would have been very rude, considering how terrifying giant isopods are. But there you go. There's there's a photo of that, too. Oh, you didn't want to send it to that person? Why not? No! No! Uh, torturing you is a lot funnier. Uh, because I can't hear their reaction and monetize it. So oh, This no. looks like a giant bug, but obviously it's a crustacean. Yes, it is a... Oh! Uh, uh, is it? Is it actually? Bathynomus giganteus... It is a crustacean, yes. Um, Are you going to correct me about it being a mollusk? No, 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 no. It is a... I was thinking that it is related to the pill bug, but no, it is... Um, that is... Uh, convergent evolution. Mm. Yeah. Milli, millipedes are uh, arthropods. Not uh, uh, crustaceans. Did you know... Did you know that horseshoe crabs are arthropods and not crustaceans? No. Yes. I I fucking love horseshoe crabs. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to we're going <laughs> to I'm going to reveal one of the one of the most nostalgic memories of my entire childhood right now. Here we go. So, story time. When I was a kid, like very 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 young, like sub three i think um uh my mom was very interested in sort of furthering my education so she took me a lot to the zoo and the aquarium because it's like you know it's learning but it's fun you know and the virginia beach aquarium is fucking awesome i highly recommend it to anyone who goes there uh, but one of the main things they have, uh, and a lot of places have this, but um, 
they have the uh, uh, the little the tank where you can pet the horseshoe crabs, and that was always super cool. And so, like me, me and horseshoe crabs are kind of like bros now, you know. We're uh, we're the me me and horseshoe crabs are like homies and shit. So like we're 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 tight. So like whenever I I see like a, a horseshoe crab, which is very rare, I'm always like, "Yo, what's up, bro?" And, and <laughs> nice. We're we're buddies. Them and I. So like, I don't live near a beach anymore, so I don't see them very often. But when I when I do see them, I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" But also, uh, they're like very very useful for like farming. Um, like they they are they farm their blood for like medical research and shit. It's really weird. Uh, I, f- I forget what it is. And their blood is, like, blue. It's crazy. They're very odd uh, organisms. but And they're, like, living well, fossils, they sound, too. They sound very useful for the human species. So Yeah, hemocyanin. Hemocyanin is, uh, yeah. 500,000 annually are harvested. Uh, but technically... Not a lot of them die. It's um. So it's a safe process for them. Uh, I wouldn't say safe. It's like, s the estimates are somewhere between like three percent to thirty percent can uh, uh, like die in the process. Um, so it's not it's it's not all the way safe. I. I wouldn't do that with humans. Like, if there was a thing that was like, oh, you have a 3 to 30% chance of dying. Not doing it, to be honest. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're homies about it. And we are... I, I, I appreciate them. I, they're doing God's work. And also, they're just homies, you know? One of the few uh, arachnid or, or like, arthropods that i don't hate and wouldn't burn on site with fire if given half a chance i yeah they're homies but yeah i i they're 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 chill if you ever see a horseshoe crab by the way um they won't like bite you or like pinch you or anything um and if they're like flipped over on their back um you should flip them back over they're 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 chill about it they're uh, they're not gonna like hurt you or anything, so go so go and do that. If you yeah. if, if you ever see it, yeah, gotta gotta flip them back over. But they're cool. They're homies. They're little they're little homies, and yeah, I fucking love horseshoe crabs. They're 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 super dope, man. I agree. Like, yeah, nature nature designs some fucked up shit, but like. Unlike giant isopods and and coconut crabs, I don't have a problem with with horseshoe crabs. I think they're they're chill. They're chill as fuck. Yeah, we're we're tight. We're tight. What can I say? Yeah, the coolest coolest one of those amph. What are they? What are their class? Arthropods. Arthropods. One of the coolest arthropods there ever was. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad they've decided to. Stick with us for the last uh, 440 million years, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't eat them if they are, um, if you find a mangrove horseshoe crab, 
in India, Southeast Asia, or Bangladesh. Um, it's called uh, Carcinoscorpius rotundicauda, um, or the round-tailed horseshoe crab. Um, they carry tetrodotoxin, which is very, very toxic. Um, yeah, so so don't do that. Don't eat those. Um, I would say don't eat any of them because they're kind of more useful alive. But you know what? If you want to eat them to each their own, just eat one of the three other species. Yes, I know that there are uh, uh, four extant species. I... When I when I, I I know certain things. I just I know certain things about certain things. You know? Yeah. I know really I know flexing your knowledge right here. Yeah. I know a lot about a lot about ancient Egypt. I know a lot about uh Charles Lindbergh being a racist piece of shit. And I know a lot about horseshoe crabs. And there you go. That's that's yeah that's 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 some shit for you you're you're welcome thank you uh how do you feel about a big red button right about now let's fucking do it man let's go i love the enthusiasm fucking do the big red button let's fucking go all right okay i have an idea I have one. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. So, you can control the weather for one day. So, like, if it's raining, you can be like, all right, for the next 24 hours, no more rain. Instant stops. Uh, For, let's say it's like a mile radius, right? Right. It'll be It'll be sunny. All day for you. However, but after this, you will be bedridden for seven days, like completely bedridden. Oh, like it's like it's a power that you have to like that'll exhaust you. Yes, it's very taxing. Oh, that's kind of tough, because like. I don't know. One good day could be really nice, and then I yeah. And then you'd have seven days where you, you can't do anything. I think but... in theory you could use it to like save lives as well, but after that twenty four hours, you're fucking wiped out for a week, you know. But if, but it's like there's a hurricane coming towards you, and you can create a like one mile radius of calm weather, no rain whatsoever, you know? Or if you're in like a drought, you can walk in the middle of a field and just be like, let there be rain and get rained on for 24 hours. But you're, you've got your, you, you've watered the plants. There you go. You know, I, I think there's a lot of uses to controlling the weather, but I think... There's definitely a lot of drawbacks to being bedridden for seven fucking days. Right. Um, Because I've had COVID. I've had mono. I've been basically bedridden. Oh, wait. I've had, like, abdominal surgery. Why am I talking about COVID and mono? I've had abdominal surgery. Damn, that- it sounds like you've had a lot of bedridden episodes. 
I have. It's not fun. It really is not. So, yeah, I I would definitely say, um, yeah, that would be not fun. I think you've made a pretty good point that, you know, if you could do that at the right place, you could definitely prevent a lot of uh, natural disasters and save a lot of people. And I would lose a week, but I would only lose it in sleep. <laughs> yeah, so. in sleep and like you'd just be sore. And it's like, I don't know, just pop some ibuprofens, uh, catch up on your Netflix, and you're fine. Yeah. Because, like, all right, think about it like this, right? You could make a living doing that, right? Like, the U.S. government alone spends, like, uh, I, I don't know how much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it right now. Um, U.S. government cloud seeding budget. Uh, so just this year. The U.S. government spent 2.4 milli on cloud seeding for the Colorado River, um, and and that's that's just for the the Colorado River alone. You could probably save the entire ecosystem of the Colorado River 100. percent If they if they put just by you, changing the weather for one day. I mean, if it rained nonstop, like torrentially, in that like area around you yeah honestly or or like if you were like on a mountain and you were like okay make it snow for a whole day boof that's a lot of snow and then you can just like you know head on out of there right after and hang out for a week and then next week you put the snow on a different set of mountains and then Mm -hmm. By the end of uh, the winter, you've got snow all over the goddamn place, and uh, during the summer, it'll melt into water, and the Colorado River would be saved. It'd be yeah, it'd be fantastic. Or you could like go out in the middle of the um, Lake Mead, because Lake Mead specifically is kind of getting fucked up because the Colorado River is kind of shitty. So you could. I imagine La- the city of Las Vegas and Paradise and just that whole county would be like uh thank you. They would give you a lot and I'm sure some of the businesses would be very grateful. Uh like you could go there and do that and then I'm sure like the Venetian or Caesar's Palace or something would be like We'll give you, like, the master suite fucking free of charge. Stay there for the whole week while you recuperate. Like, you could just go around doing that. And it'd be amazing. I would fucking love that. I would 100% do that. Sleep in all the best beds in the world. God damn right. And, I don't know, maybe maybe you could ask them to, like, bring a slot machine up to your room. (laughs) You could uh, play with the one-armed bandit in your bed. Also, that definitely sounds like a euphemism, but... Yeah, are you the one-armed bandit? <laughs> uh, no, no. That's a that's a term for slot machines that we gambling addicts have. Mm. Um, but yeah, you could you could get a, a croupier 
in your room and just play blackjack with him in yeah it'd be, it'd be cool i'd i'd fuck with that honestly so honestly i probably press the button <laughs> yeah and like now think about it right what if your control of the weather was so strong that for 24 hours you could be like literally on the level of like storm from the x-men and then all you have to do is just you know for a week after be in bed and, and like rest up you know but like imagine how shitty that would feel just be like oh i did such a good thing but i'm like i'm suffering for it you develop a real martyr complex about that but i mean you kind of deserve it honestly like <laughs> you you kind of are giving up your physical health for the benefit of the world but like unironically you could probably like fix like most of the uh ecological disasters honestly or some of them at least you know they could drop you in the middle of wildfire and you can just be like rain and fix it it would be easy you know or like yeah really windy and rainy and just yeah it'd be i i would i would totally do that i would totally do that i think that's a good a good a good thing that you could um pull off uh also i want to circle back to why would you rather become a woman and have sex with a man rather than stay a man and have sex with a man. What's what's so crazy about my my decision? I'm just I'm just curious. Have you have you thought about becoming a woman often? Not that I'm trying to like out you or anything. It's just like, you know, is is that a thought that crosses your mind? <laughs> As opposed to becoming gay. I mean, I guess. Uh. They both come to my mind in the same way. Which is me talking about them. <laughs> which which is you like talking about them and me being like, okay. Well, that is a a hypothetical, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's just one way to live. Yeah, I mean I mean, but it, it in both instances they they don't apply to me. So, who would you choose as as, no as your man? Was my man? Who is the most attractive man you can think of? I have no idea. Okay, everybody's got one. I I know you have one. I have one. I know everyone's got one, but I haven't picked one. H- who's one that you've noticed recently? Um uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like a Chris Evans? I mean, yeah, he's attractive. But is he like your man type shit you know i mean i think he's taken no but is he like i think he's off yeah Uh, i mean uh uh well no lenny kravitz isn't taken i don't think i think he has a daughter 
He does have a daughter, but um, he and uh, what's her name? They split up a while ago, and and they're like, oh, he's so. This, and, this is why you asked. So so you, you so can Lisa put Monet, it out to Lenny Kravitz that you're open. So Lisa Monet, his his ex wife, is with Jason Momoa now, and Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa are really tight. Like they're they're like homies and shit, and it's just like, damn, I could never. But that's because I'm not as good looking as Lenny Kravitz, right? Like, if you're that good looking, he he can have any woman on earth, right? He 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 absolutely could. That is the most attractive man on this planet. Uh, you know how People magazine picks the sexiest man alive? I don't trust them because Lenny Kravitz hasn't won every year. Uh, for the last 30 fucking years, if not more. Since the fucking 90s, he's been the sexiest man alive. So, I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to hear it. But, anywho, we'll, we'll end it there. I, I, I fucking agree. love Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, he's you so know what? I'll, I'll, um, I'll just say the same answer. And then we'll both fight for Lenny Kravitz. I mean, I will win. <laughs> Your your devotion to Lenny Kravitz does not nearly equal mine. All right. Well, I'd like to see. I'd like to push that. See how far you're Let, willing to go. Let's let's get him on the podcast and we'll have him choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Lenny. You should hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or Threads or YouTube, where we are all where we are located on all of them as a at IIHS podcast, all one word. And uh, we also want to thank our patron uh, in the supporter tier, uh, Justin Connor. Thank you very much for indulging this terrible, terrible (laughs) fucking episode. Jesus. Um, If you want a cool shout out like that, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash IIHS podcast. Again, all one word. Um, uh, there's, if you join the uh, five dollar tier, there's even cooler shoutouts, plus uh, early access to all these episodes ad free, and also uh, movie commentaries. Which, God, we really need to get working on. But uh, we have one from uh, a couple months ago with with uh, Scott Hansen, and uh, we watched The Rock, and it was great. It was the best thing we've ever done. So go over there and uh, uh, get your seven-day free trial and watch it with us. It's really great. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I don't have anything else to add. Uh, Do you? Nope. All right. Uh, Lenny Kravitz, hit us up. Uh, I am Kale. I've been incredibly influential. And I'm Maxwell. I've been highly successful. We'll be talking to you guys next week. See ya.